This is the What's Next podcast, Houston's number one platform where I invite creatives to share their journeys and give us a depiction of their visions. Most importantly, the last question I'll ask is, what's next? Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Dear John, the iconic legend Quincy Jones said, To know where you came from makes it easier for you to get where you're going. Sean Diddy Combs said, Everyone has challenges and lessons to learn. We wouldn't be who we are without them. If 2018 and the last six years taught you something, it's that anything is attainable with the right focus and determination. Continue to build. Continue to promote your vision. Continue to inspire creativity and make more creatives. In closing, Nas said, No idea is original. There's nothing new under the sun. It's never what you do but how it's done. The first chapter of your vision's movements is done. However, you're still a visionary. Peace and blessings. John Rawls. Yo, I feel like 95, Sachi on my body, Biggie Jigga Puffy, all that ballin' is a hobby, and I'm wildin' in my Houston, Texas, welcome back to episode 41 of the What's Next podcast, a production of Still Visionary, Inc. My name is John Ross, Dr. First, and listen, I got my man in the building, one of the creators of this song. Well, let me turn that right back up. We're gonna turn that right back up. Let's get it! Uh, T.O. Double, man. Uh, man... <laughs> Yeah, we might as well start the festivities off right, man. Oh, to a great episode, man. To a great episode, man. I love you, dog. Oh, my God. Um, I'm loving this energy, dog. It's, it's, it's so positive right now. I need to be more around more positive energy. Listen. I think. Oh, welcome. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank no, you. I'm, Thank I'm, you I'm serious. Welcome. welcome. Nah, I'm serious, too. Appreciate, <laughs> it. Appreciate it. Listen, what I like to do, let's get the formalities out the way. Let's introduce our social media handle so we don't disrupt the flow of the conversation but, when we get to that point. But, um, I'm uh, Things with Todd on okay. Instagram. Okay. And then just Todd. Okay. Listen, uh, Houston, Texas, I'm laughing so hard because this is, by the way, my name is John Ross Dyke the first, and you can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at John Ross Dyke and still underscore visionary. If you would connect with me on LinkedIn, subscribe to my YouTube channel, like my fan page on Facebook and visit my website at stillvisionary.com. I got all the paraphernalia in front shop stillvisionary.com slash apparels. Listen, Houston, Texas, I got one of the closest um friends uh that i will ever have sitting to my right hand side uh like i said before this guy wrote well not wrote but produced overtoast the song that i made uh this episode this podcast song theme song uh my man Todd Lewis here. I don't mean to put your whole government out there like that but <laughs> I, I got to express and explain what uh what you 
and the nice guys did um, to me, for me, as a creative in college. Uh, we're going to get through all of that. Yeah, for right? sure. We're going to get sure. through all of that. But uh, like I said, man, uh, welcome to the podcast. Appreciate it, man. Thank welcome you. to Thanks. the show. I, I, Thanks for having me, bro. There, If there's a... I saw, I'm sorry to cut you off because I'm so excited yeah, about nah, talking talking yeah. to you. There's a, If there's one person I wanted to talk to on this podcast that I had to talk to on this well, podcast. You know this was going to happen. Huh? <laughs> this, this, this wasn't not going to happen. You. It was you. This, there was no way this could have not yeah. happened, even though I, I'm like one of the flakiest niggas on the face of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, you got to own it. You, just, you, just, you know, the first, step, first step is admitting that you have a problem. Yeah, uh, I, uh, I I just, I just uh, knew that I, I wanted to talk to you on here. I wanted to get your story. I wanted to vibe with you. I wanted to connect on this new platform. And I wanted to just uh, have a great time. I'm ready to talk. Hey, let's do it. You know, I'm let's ready to talk. In. So, uh, like I said, man, um, Houston, Texas, the song that I play at the beginning of every episode, Overtoast, was produced by this man to my right-hand side. Um, uh, how are you, man? What's going on with you? I'm cool, man. I'm chilling. Uh, I got little sniffles, man. This this weather is kind of stupid, so it's confusing yeah. to my allergies. Yeah. So I've been sneezing all day. Um, I... I ate chicken and etouffee today for lunch. That was pretty cool. Um, you know, when I was putting things together, I wanted to say to you, you should really think about voice acting. You, bro, you know, it's funny. I've heard that more than once. Yeah. Um, I, I was in an Uber the other day, and this guy, like my Uber driver, he kept commenting on my voice. Like to the, he, he said it tr three times. He was like, hey, man, you make a really good radio voice. I was like, oh, that's cool. I appreciate it. And then like maybe four minutes into his job, he was like, you know, you should really look into that radio voice thing. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll do that. And then, like, when I was getting out of the car, he was like, hey, man, radio voice. I was like, bro, you fucking creep. God. So, yeah. But no, no, no. <clears throat> I, I think it would be funny. Um, that or, like, be a choir in a choir. <laughs> be in Kanye's choir. <laughs> Jesus choir. <laughs> the bass. Listen, uh, as you can imagine, Houston, Texas, man, I got the giggles, I got the chuckles because this guy right here, we we came up together. Yeah, man. actually, actually, just to be fair, uh, Jr. was actually one of the first people that I met when I came to Houston because mm -hmm. the first semester that we were at U of H, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Sean P. being my roommate, we were from Beaumont. Just shout out to Sean P. Shout out to Sean P. For sure, <clears throat> call that nigga if you get into an accident because he will figure it out. He's he a, is a lawyer, an attorney. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but no, yeah. So Sean P was my roommate from Beaumont. Um, moved to Houston with us, lived in the towers. That first semester, we were kind of like recluses, kind of. We didn't really come out of our rooms that much, or even our floor. Yeah. Uh, but you were. I don't know if you were working the desk that first semester. You were I working was. the desk that first I was. semester, and um, I would see you around, and you were just always like a real, just like um, energetic, yeah. like you know what I mean, dude. And then, I think after I started working at the desk. Maybe you got me that job. Yeah. I think you did get me yeah. that job. Somebody. We had that thing jumping. Bro. <laughs> and, and really, dog, to, to be honest with you, <clears throat> you were kind of the gateway to me meeting literally everybody I know in Houston for the mm -hmm. most part. Like, think about, because when I first met you, then it was Cosmo. I remember me, yeah. you, and Cosmo, yeah, and then yeah, it just yeah, Mike yeah, and Phil, yeah. and then it just kind of yeah, just literally just branched yeah, off into everybody. Yeah. We used to but, take those. We used to go to Chachos off West Top. Bro. <laughs> Uh, with a with a rod, who's calling? Yeah, yeah, them uh, college days. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, we were talking about that the other day, dog. Like, like either that or like, 
I remember, bro, like when when I stayed in Cullen, dog, me and Cosmo would literally hit up Taco Bell every night. Yeah. It was just God, it was so ecology. Yeah. Except I still do that. Oh, <laughs> no, you don't. But no, like like I was saying, like I was saying, you look good, man. I appreciate it. I you appreciate look really, really. When I seen you, I hopped out the car and I was like, that's my boy Todd. I ran up to I had to give you a hug, man. It's All been a long time. Just, uh, get the flu, man. Drop some pounds. Eat mm. some soup. Here, flu diet. But you look good, though. Appreciate it. So, uh, um, like I said, man, uh, I remember uh, 2000. When did the show come out? The show came out 2010. 2010. I remember. 2010. Was it that late? 2010? Yeah, it was 2010. Okay. I remember, um, I remember when you first started. Yeah, okay. in, in y'all's in y'all's apartment. In <laughs> I remember when room. you when you first started. So this is what we'll do. This is what we'll do. Um, so uh, creativity comes from experiences. Yeah. Okay. You uh you you move from Beaumont to Houston, right? When, yeah. when did you graduate from high school? Oh uh, four. Oh four. Mm-hmm. So uh, we meet around that time. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, we move out of uh, South Tower. Mm-hmm. We move out of uh, the towers. We move to Savoy, and then we move to Twenty One Eleven. Yeah. And then you stay with us for a while. Yeah. Okay. W- let's start there. <laughs> let's start there. I remember leaving that morning. And I s- what did I say to you that morning? Do you remember what I said that morning? I said something like, uh, it "I was said inspiring." Some- I said something like. Yo, make a beat or something. Can you? Oh, yeah. that's what it was. I said, can you make the Lloyd Banks until the end of time ah, beat? That. <laughs> <laughs> I said, can you make the Lloyd Banks until the end of time beat? Duh. And then I went to work. And then I can I come back and let's start from right there. All right. So right there is literally the the moment that Jr. is talking about is literally when I had a when I had a, a computer. I had a laptop, mm-hmm. and I had. Wait, hold on. Let me no, you, look, look, look. 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 This is real. Hey, I don't. Let's get this on. I don't. How do I? Oh, wait, okay, here it is. We're good. <laughs> Stupid phone. Uh, no, but it was it was that day, man. Because interesting enough, before I even get to that point, let me just say a, a lot of moving pieces to this. Because at the time, um, a lot of successful people that you've actually had on the podcast, like mm-hmm. Mike and Phil, Mike was me and Mike was sleeping on the floor. Yeah. In Jr. apartment and Jr. Phil's apartment, yeah. uh, shit, and it was funny because Mike had Mike's air mattress didn't have air in it sometimes. You and talking about? You talking about? You you talking about? That was Cosmo brother Mike. We talking about Mike? No, I'm talking about Mike. You walk by. Okay, okay, yeah, bro. Okay. So it was me, Mike, you walk by. Staying on you and Phil's apartment, mm-hmm. and next door, strangely enough, was Hobart and Rod. I don't know how that happened. S- okay, okay, that, that was, apartment 108. Yeah, 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 was, yeah So, yeah. but but no, man, it was um, but now nah, with the with the beat though, I um. You kind of just challenged me. It was damn near. And I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll try to do that, even though I didn't know how to make beats at all. I was just trying to formulate some drum sounds and stuff like that. And then I picked up on it. And then I kind of, I want to say I had the skeleton of something decent when you got back. Mm -hmm. Enough to me, enough to be able to press play, Mm -hmm. like listen to this. But I legitimately made my first beat ever in your your apartment. How long did that take? Mm, Man, like hours bro yeah like just sitting there toying with it man i wish i could still find it bro it's probably so trash <laughs> <laughs> like looking back god i wish i still had it but nah i just i'll never forget man just after class because really once i started making beats bro like i was just like fuck class yeah fuck, i mean it just all kind of just like went downhill from there once i got pretty good at it yeah um, so so why did you start with the drums in that in that particular um, instance Cause since I was like replicating a song that you asked for, the Lloyd mm-hmm. Banks song, mm-hmm. 
Um, I I don't know how to play keys and stuff like that, and I didn't even know how to sample at the time mm. or anything. So the easiest thing for me to do was to at least try to figure out what the drum pattern was, the BPM was, and stuff like that. Because yeah. you know, realize, man, me hopping into music was just I, I had no clue about BPMs, nothing. I, yeah. I had no prior experience. Yeah. So I just kind of like learned from just com like just you know what I mean it was just everything like I, I learned from everybody even if they weren't producers just people that were like music heads like yourself and just conversations just kind of like molded my style of yeah. particular beat making but the drums yeah but that was the only thing I knew how to do okay you yeah. played drums in the church when you were coming up no, no. okay <laughs> what that's what I'm saying like no because music. a lot of people do like my wife she can play yeah she can play if if you need her to one two one two yeah. in, the, in the church or just just she to can, carry the choir can. along she can bro I can't rub my stomach and pat my head at the same time <laughs> I like I, that like that's that's a that's a that's a tall order <laughs> so yeah uh, you know but um yeah I mean like I said that was the only musical experience I have is sampling okay just listening to listening to all you know what my 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 sample knowledge is pretty on point okay i know a lot of samples so 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 i come back that evening you have that beat done mm -hmm. right and so i remember we moved from 108 to uh uh to 5304 mm -hmm. all right and then you go doesn't matter where you go but yeah. how do you go from i moved back to cullen you moved back to cullen yeah okay and then how do you go from from Todd, the guy who was on the air mattress and created a beat, to the super producer that I will call you and refer to you as. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, man, really just kind of keeping myself around people that inspire me to do. I mean, it just sounds so fucking cliche. God damn. But uh, it's the truth. It is the truth, though. Yeah. yeah. But it just, just literally just hanging around like-minded individuals. I mean, everybody that was in our circle at the same time, including yourself, I mean, we always kind of had bigger goals than yeah. like what was just expected of us from home. Like, you know, um, never in a million years that I think I would leave Beaumont and cause I was supposed to be an architect major, you know, yeah, and I went yeah, to, yeah. to I remember. on that whole thing. You could so, draw. Yeah. All, yeah. all that stuff, man. And, um, that just wasn't really my passion. And then, yeah. It's like that very first time I'm I've, I made a successful beat because as a person that's always been a fan of music and, and listening to music and appreciates music and the, the way it sounds and the way it makes you feel and shit like that, when you do when you when you possess the ability to create that as well and then listen to it as if you didn't create it, mm -hmm. it was like a kind of a mind blowing experience. So mm -hmm. the first time that I actually made a beat that I would listen to as if it wasn't me. I was like shit, you know, because yeah. I used to just sit and listen to Ninth Wonder beats, yeah. mixtapes all day, Little yeah. Brother and shit. Yeah, because I figured like, man, if I could, if I could at least get like this, like you know, what I mean, that's a good start. So for me, just like Ninth Wonder was a fucking hell of an influence mm. on all of my beats. But it actually took me a while to kind of jerk myself out of that because for a while, bro, it was just. I saw that. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I saw. I mean, I saw. I saw that in the beginning because so coming from Beaumont in two thousand and four, who would you say musically you were on at the time? Jay Z. Okay. Right, Jay Z. I mean, we used yeah. to have those battles all the time. Do you oh. still think Jay Z is the greatest rapper of all time? Absolutely. Okay, I'm gonna censor that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, but there's there's definitely some others at the list now at this point. But back then when we were arguing, day uh, and night. Day and night, Understand like, it, I'm day and night. Like the, I'm gonna just name the names of the people that we. It would be like me, you, Trey Rogers, Ro Roger, Roger Polk. Yes, yeah. Uh, Shoe, yeah. Uh, Drew, yeah. Phil, yeah. Mike. I mean, we Sean, Sean P. I mean, just everybody the, was the arguing. Crazy hours of the night, 
literally arguing about who's the greatest MCs, Biggie, Jay-Z, or Nas. <laughs> like, but it's like, damn, we really do that shit for real. Like, <laughs> with no end in sight. No, yeah. there's no convincing me that Nas is a better rapper than Jay-Z, period. Yeah. I don't give a... Yeah, yeah. So, but, we had, you know, yeah. ciphers, lyric battles, uh, everything. <laughs> everything, but, everything but study hall. <laughs> and, and, and homework <laughs> everything but money to uh for for yeah. endorsing everything Man. but money for endorsing <laughs> shit bro so um fifa street <laughs> <laughs> oh my so God. uh um so you're producing beats now yeah okay this is what this is um because we've moved a little forward past oh yeah. four this so, is around 2008 yeah so right when i get right when i get pretty good at it um when I actually find my footing in it, because I dabbled, I dabbled in it for a while. But I want to say when I made the first successful beat was probably like around two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Okay, was when we were living in Cullen, um, and um, I had linked up with uh, Greg's brother, okay, Free, because of uh, Cosmo at the time was like my cousin's coming to U of H. Yeah. So you know, just like you know, all y'all African niggas is cousins and shit. <laughs> so he was like my cousin, and it was like, all right, bet I ain't know. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, linked up with Free and then, because I, I, I fucked with the beats that he made. Because really, I actually met Greg first before Free. No doubt. Because Greg, which is funny enough, Greg actually used to make beats first. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of people don't know that. And his brother used he to take said pictures. That. Yeah, yeah. But Greg was, Greg was definitely a producer way before he was a photographer. Yeah. And, um, and they switched know, roles. They, they switched roles. The and, inverse happened. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, but but no, uh, so really, what it was was that I think we linked up with Eve because I like you know coming from Beaumont to me like a, a local rapper or somebody that was rapping in their basement or you know in the studio it was just it was never good. Mm -hmm. So my perception of a nigga rapping and putting out an album or was, a little mixtape was, was always always trash. Okay, not to say that everything that I heard was was trash, but Everything that I heard, I heard was trash. You know what I mean? So when I got to uh, Houston, it, I think I met Eve, and then he came, like, he came and free, free had moved into the U of H at the dorm by that time. And, um, excuse me. Um, so Houston, Texas, while he's he's putting the story together, we're talking about the same guys that I have for um, the intro song, uh, the Nice Guys. Oh, yeah, The he, Nice Guys. Is he who he's talking about um, as the, the formation of the group? Go yeah, ahead. yeah. So, uh, you know, just long story short, man, Eve walked in the room because Free had a little studio set up in his room. South Tower. Yeah. We, South Tower. South Tower. Yeah. South Tower. And uh, we didn't we didn't know Eve at the time. We just knew he was just like a party nigga around campus. Yeah. Just partying and shit. Used to hoop and do yeah, all of that in like the wreck and all of that. everything yeah. but yeah. go to class. I yeah. would assume like. Yeah. Uh, then it turned out that nigga actually knew how to rap really good. Yeah. He came in, but he didn't know how to like write hooks and shit. So, yeah. I want to say that seeing him rap that good, like, kind of really kicked me in my ass, just like kicking up a notch on the beats. Yeah. So I, I like made a beat. So I was like, "Here, you should rap on this too," because he had never really rapped on original beats either. Mm -hmm. Sent that to him, and then like the rest was just like, just like yeah. "Let's just keep doing this." I remember, man. Um, <laughs> and the thing is. Man, I love I love you so much, and I love y'all as a group so much, and the individuals so much because, like I said, 
the nice guys for me, because at the time I was doing poetry, but it wasn't yeah. it wasn't on a level where I'm in Houston every weekend at a certain spot. It was on a level like when whenever there was like some kind of event happening. Oh, I remember! Campus. I remember your poetry days. <laughs> I, bro, I remember your, your your poetry days, dog. And, and you know what? I was I was there for it, bro. I was there for it because you because man, I'll tell you one thing, bro. Like, Oh, like one, man. Thing, one thing about you, like you, you would not let because you know we would always talk shit about that. Like, yeah, you know what I mean, we just like <laughs> New Jersey on the poetry night, snapping the shit. You didn't give a fuck. You was just like oh, you man. was there for it, man, and, and and I admired that. Like you, and you still, and you still with it. And yeah, I, I, it was one of those things where it was this, man. Um, we grew up watching um, and hearing about the uh, legendary groups. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, for me. Initially, it was Bone Thugs and Harmony, right? Me too. And then, and then it became Mob Deep. Mm-hmm. It, you know, Wu Tang later on, Mob Deep, uh, G Unit, uh, Dipset. For you, you yeah. really, you were the one that really put me heavy on Dipset. Dip you and Kaz, um, super heavy. And then uh, Wu Tang in there, but uh, Southern rappers, uh, 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 Bumby and Pimp C. Yeah. Okay. S U C. Goody Mob, uh, 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 Pimp Squad in Atlanta, man. So. Watching you guys form, man, I f- I said to myself, man, we got the modern day one of those guys, mm-hmm. right? Watching y'all rap, watching y'all grow, and and y'all really came up. You know how J Cole came up in yeah. the college scene. That's how I really saw came you up all. In the college scene. That's how I saw you all coming up in yeah. the college scene, and yeah, it was, was magical. En- enrolled in school, like yeah, <laughs> like, you know what I mean, still like where well, we're going tuition. to class every day. You guys are making was beats not. and making music was and not. rocking the that, campus. That was oh, yeah. Sorry, that. <laughs> Sorry. So to, to my to my parents who paid out of pocket, <laughs> mine <this>. too. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Dad. Um, no, but I mean, but you know what though? So my here's my take on college, right? And well, for my college experience, so my parents won't know that it was a complete waste because at the end of the day, what they paid for was experience and just situations, right? So, granted, let's say you go to college. And you go to college for four years, and then mm-hmm. you drop out. Whatever you don't, you don't. You, mm-hmm. you drop out just short of finishing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, just because you didn't get your degree and what you went to college for, but but at the same time though, you you link up with somebody, start a little creative agency, and then y'all get shit popping there, mm-hmm. or then you start a video agency and you do something there. Mm-hmm. But you met those people in college mm-hmm. and in the dorms, so. Mm-hmm. Who's to say that's not like a form of a degree technically? You know yeah, what I mean? Just yeah. because you're not getting a piece of paper from a, a university. I mean, shit, if you're making X amount of dollars per year. Um, doing what do, you love doing, to do. Doing what you love to do. And, you know, that that craft was created on that college campus, per yeah. se. So, like, in, in my case, um, yeah, I mean, obviously I didn't graduate from college with an architecture degree. But if I didn't go to U of H and meet those people, then I probably wouldn't be making beats. I probably wouldn't be doing, you know what I mean? My whole trajectory would be, would be different. So that was that was definitely a blessing in itself, just meeting your ass, just everybody, like all of us being in that same place and that same just like trying to find our footing in life. Mm-hmm. Because it, when you really think about it, <clears throat> all the people that we, most of the people that we came up with, if they don't have degrees, they're definitely very successful in doing yeah. something that they, you know what I mean? Yeah. So... I mean, at the end of the day, uh, yeah, just, just do what you like to do. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so so um, I remember, like I said, man, um, I listen to a lot of podcasts, Yeah. right? And um, the podcast, I would say my number one podcast outside of, by the way, if you're watching this uh, episode right now, you need to stream my homegirl, Asia Munn's podcast, Stories and Poems, 
on uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, and on um, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, right? But um, I listen to the Joe Budden podcast, and they reflect a lot about music and the formation of it. And he really, they really, really talk about the guys that you know are the guys that are always in conversation. Mm. And so when I started music managing, I wanted to model and I wanted to an artist to model the the journey um, behind those people that had made it. Yeah. Because the people that are underground, we acknowledge them, mm-hmm. but they're not the ones changing the culture. No, right? not at all. So um, I uh, remember uh, with the nice guys, I remember looking at you guys and saying, damn, um, I just want to be involved any way that I can with you all. Man, I don't know if you know, but <clears throat> for, uh, when we first started, you were actually a pretty heavy influence on uh, probably more so than you know on the, on the actual music itself to where uh, I want to say it, I think I brought up trying to get you to manage us yeah. at one point in time. Yeah. And I think I asked you, but I think you were just like, man, I don't know if I'm ready to do yeah. that or something like that. Because I don't think I was. No, no, no. And I don't think you, I mean, shit, we weren't We weren't even a full group yet. We were just yeah. kind of, we were just kind of like walking before we could crawl at that point because it was just like, shit, look, JR's pat, like, because really, my nigga, you're one of the most passionate people about stuff I've ever seen in my life. So yeah. when you're like, when you go hard about something, you go hard about it. And that was just something that was like, you know, we we would like that. But I think you just, I mean, you would. Go ahead. Go ahead. Keep no, going. No, yeah. But you were you were definitely like, I guess, I don't know what it was, but you were just like, nah, I'm not well, ready. Well, you don't understand the cultural influence that y'all possessed in U of H. Yeah. You were our mob deep. You were our goody mob. You yeah. were our, for the, I'm talking about. Appreciate that. I'm not talking about the kids that didn't go to college. I'm talking about the kids that went to college and we were all cuz everybody in college you all know each other. Yeah. If you if you you don't have to be Greek to um have known the nice guys. The nice guys were known by everybody yeah. and we all love we we partied together, we stayed together, we uh hooped together, we walked together in in on campus. We lived together so the nice guys were of the college scene. Even right. like two, it, it, like think about the apartment like two six five at, at yes. one point in time. I mean, shit, it, you damn near had like niggas in every fraternity like living in one car in one dorm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Alpha, uh, Omega, like a, a shit, a Kappa. Well, I mean, Shout was, out to all of them. Right? Yeah, I mean, it was just it was just kind of like a you know niggas was just was just chill, man. It didn't even matter what it was as long as you were just a cool like minded individual. I mean, yeah. I think that was the thing. We couldn't really put our finger on it, but uh, I mean, that's why we all just kind of kind of just meshed together so well. Listen, you guys were so influential that I said to myself, <clears throat> there's a difference between <clears throat> hearing music, right, mm-hmm. that you that you know nothing of, that you know, you don't know how they made it, you don't know how they formed, you don't even know the guys. It's yeah. a difference between me hearing Nas's records, Jay-Z's records, but then hearing the nice guys' records, guys that I know, yeah, like no. like Todd lived with me That's for a certain period of time. I remember beats. when he started making beats, right? Yeah. So when you guys dropped uh, the show, yeah, all right, for me, everything stopped. Man. You know what I'm saying? So much so that right now I'm thinking about. I remember hitting you up, and I was like, "Yo, Todd, I need music. I need score music for." <laughs> <laughs> I need score music for for uh for this for this uh um um a web series that we're yeah, doing. Yeah. And I remember, you know, being so broke, being, you know, not having the resources, that's something we lack in Houston. Yeah. Not having people that I know that make music that I recycled somebody so many times 
on 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 the on that web series. Bro, I recycled that track over and over and over again. A funny yeah. story about that song. Yeah. And, uh, so when we were recording that song, uh, Wire Road, the first one before. Do you mind if I play that song right now? Yeah, you go. For I'm gonna it. I'm gonna play that song right now. Go um, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So we were recording that song at Wire Road, and um, so I I produced that song as well. Of course. And uh, I wasn't. I wasn't thrilled with like it was one of those beats I made and I was just like you guys check this out and then it was like oh hell yeah it's going on the album for sure and I was like oh okay I, I didn't think it was that cool but so I just wasn't I just wasn't like a fan of it so hold remember- on stop 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 listen let me let me let me big you up in this moment let me give you your flowers in this moment that record was so hard and so that record was so hard I remember my business partner and visionary movements um shout out to my man right I remember saying we got to put this song right here and when he heard this song he downloaded it right then and there so it it was it was for whatever reason bro i don't know why i look back and i was just man i don't know why what i was thinking but bro when i say that me and eve got into basically it was just kind of like one of those he was like it's going on the album i was like i don't think it's going on the album right and then one thing led to another nigga we we started throwing we fought over that like we actually fought each other listen the way over over that and and the only reason it was on the album is because like he was way more passionate about it being on the album than I was being off. But yeah. we actually fought it in James Kelly studio. Damn near broke his mixing board, yeah. all of that shit, just yeah. because over that song. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't want it on the, on the I, album. I want to take the time now to say this right, and uh, I wanted to save this for that LP with Leelon, mm-hmm. right? But uh, I remember. Um, and I'll say this again when I talk to him next year or whatever, whenever time, whenever that time comes. I remember hearing this kid sing because he did the put, talent show. He did the talent show that we that yeah. uh, that we did at U of H in 09, right? And I said, him. I said, listen, I said, listen, you need to fuck with the nice guys. <laughs> and listen, Todd, let, let me tell you how real this is. I'm gonna yeah. take the gloves off. Yeah. I don't normally cuss on this platform yeah. because. I know I, I tell my kids to watch this episode yeah. all the time or on my podcast all the time. But I remember hearing him sing mm-hmm. because you remember it was a girl that went to Lamar that won that talent show mm-hmm. that I tried to manage back in the day, I right? Remember. And so I remember hearing him sing and I said, hey, you need to fuck with the nice guys for real. And you remember me calling you time and time again like, listen, Hey man, I'm trying to bring this guy to y'all. I'm trying to bring this. Where was that apartment that we, we brought him to? I remember it was one of those things, Houston, Texas, where you know I was single at the time, and if I was single right now, I was like, "Yo, we finna get the bitches tonight." Yeah, you know what I'm saying. What was it? Oh man, the Texas. It was. It was. It was right. You were living over there with uh, was it was it Sean? Villas of Coronado. Yes, Villas of Coronado. I remember. I remember he was giving me so many excuses. Like I can't. I was like, "Yo, drop all that <laughs> shit." <laughs> Like what, what are we talking about here, but, man? But that's what I'm saying, bro. It speaks to your passion because you just you wouldn't like the records on that on that project. You were directly responsible for making those happen because if you didn't, if you didn't, I'm not gonna say you forced the interaction, but you definitely facilitated it. You know what I mean? You definitely like put two people. Well, you you definitely put him to our world and bought you know vice versa. Whereas that normally wouldn't have happened. Uh, and you know, and you you you. I want to say you definitely were the were the person that linked a lot of people, bro. So I, you, I, you I'm, I'm telling you, man. Cool. Like I, one thing More that I so cannot than you think actually. One, I don't want to take credit for that, yeah. right? I, I one thing that I cannot stand is when people act like, yo, I'm too big for this moment. When you're not, 
Like let, let, let's take the gloves off for a yeah. second. I was when I hit this man, I was like, listen, man, you're not known right now. And this is what I'm thinking in my head. Because I remember at the time, I don't know when it was, who I was talking to at the time, but I remember thinking to myself, wait a minute, I noticed I'm not trying to look at me. I, I told you I wouldn't go say it, but I'm, I'm in my bag right now. <laughs> That's all good. <laughs> I'm in my bag right now. I, I remember thinking, I know this man is not finna tell me he's busy. I know you're not <laughs> doing nothing right now. You ain't got no records out. You got no records out right now. Yeah. You got you got nothing to do. You got nothing to do. Nowhere to go but to go see these guys and get on their records. Yeah, yeah. Like I like you right now. If you got on their records, I know this would be a smash for U of H. It did, bro. You know what I'm saying? And so it finally happened. And 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 I'll save the rest of the story. I don't like the way he itched me out though. I don't like the way he cut me out. Eve Eve was like, yo. Yeah, I think it was either yeah. you or Eve that was like, yo, 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 shout, shout, shout. And I remember feeling a certain way about that, right? But long story, long story less long, and that's not important. I'm talking to my guy right here, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my homeboy, my brother, T.O. Double is what I used to call uh, you, man. <laughs> what's good? I remember when you went to, remember when you moved to Florida and you came back with the New York I knew, was, I knew you was going to say that. <laughs> Yo, this now, I'm gonna just say like this. Shout out to my man, um, um, Eric. Oh my God, let yo, me let me tell out, you this. Shout out to that silver Mitsubishi that Jr. <laughs> bought out there <laughs> with the with the mirror with the mirror <laughs> with the mirror tint. Shout out to my man Eric and D Tech, man. I love you boys, man. You were very influential in my upbringing at the time. Listen, um, Todd, let's break the mo- let's break the let's break the uh. The uh, moment. Uh, what songs on your mind right now? Palm Olive, Freddie Gibbs. Okay. Bandana. Somebody, uh, I listened to the Joe Budden podcast, and they have they have given that album rap album of the year. That you know, you know, I think that's one of the the best albums that came out this year. And I am so fucking disappointed in the Grammys for not having that nominated for some reason. You said the Grammys. Why would the Grammys have that album nominated? Because Grammys all about record sales. I know, I know, but. Still though, it's just it should have been there. It should have been there. I feel you. And, and so if the Grammys, you really should be mad at BET. Yeah. You really should be mad at them. I, I don't even. I don't even consider. I don't even care about. You know what yeah. I mean? I just. It, they, I don't. I have no expectations from. Yeah. From you know. So it's kind of like okay. Like, <laughs> you, did it, you didn't do it again. So you know what I mean? It's just. Oh it's, my it's, god! It's just sad when you got. When you got like, because. Pinata, the first project, Freddie Gibbs and and um, Mad Lib did because Mad Lib is my favorite producer okay. of all time. Okay, so like if you ever want to know who my favorite producer is, Mad Lib. Okay, so and and I and not even about his beats. I like the way he moves in the industry. Yeah, I, I think that it's cool how he just probably doesn't even have a phone. Mm. He said it in an interview. I'm sure he, he but he just mm. like he sets it up to where his his beats are they're well they're they're sought after. Um, he himself is like an enigma, damn near. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really make public appearances. It's mm-hmm. just kind of a, like a, a a ghost almost. You know yeah. what I mean? And so yeah. the fact that Freddie can link up with him and just make two, not one, but two classics. Yeah, you know, definitely speaks a lot to to you know to my actual production style now. So um, I was thinking, um, of course, the songs is on my mind. I'm gonna go with somebody. Of course, I'm gonna go with things ain't the same. Mm-hmm. And these two records. I sample, uh, not sample, but I used over and over again in the in the Russell Diaries projects, right? Uh, I'm gonna go with somebody. Russell things Diaries. ain't. <laughs> I'm gonna go with somebody. Things ain't the same, and I'm gonna go with until the end of time. Okay. Okay. About um, the, the first song, the first beat that I ever told you, hey, listen to this. 
and and try to make a beat off of this. You know, it's also another song that stuck in my head too, as well. Uh, mm-hmm. It's called uh, "Count" by Levi Carter. Count. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's that's or, or or you not gang. I'm sorry. The name of the song is "You Not Gang" by yeah. Levi Carter. Okay. It's a cool song. Okay. Yeah, I okay. really like it a lot. So, um, um, you spoke about you spoken about two producers. Um, you spoken about uh, uh um. What was what you just said him a second ago? What was his name? Madlib at Matt Madlib, mm-hmm. and you spoke about uh, Ninth Wonder. Who are yeah. your top five producers all time? The guy, give me the top five producers all time, and then give me the producers outside of Madlib that influenced you to do what you do. Well, Ninth Wonder definitely influenced me heavy. Uh, just Blaze was a heavy influence yeah, on my course, production at one course, point in time. Of course, Bink. Um, okay, okay. Who definitely doesn't get a lot of credit. So Bink, um, Ninth Wonder. Or, uh, uh, as far as just plays influences uh, Kanye, of course. It's almost Kanye. like you can't even not say that. Nigga. You know what I mean? It's like by default you have yeah. to say this nigga. Yeah. If you're a producer and you make even decent beats, like you lying. If you, but then again, a lot of these producers these days <clears throat> make the same. It's like the same exact fucking beat. Mm-hmm. It's like the same fucking hi hats. Yeah. And the same snare clap. Yeah. It's crazy. And the same, but but whatever. But. Uh, I want to say those were probably the biggest influences on my. That's production. four. You said you said uh, Just Blaze. You said Ninth Wonder, Kanye, just, um, Mad, Mad Lib, and and and, and then, you're gonna go. Uh, uh, damn, I, I think well, I messed let me it up. See, let so, me see who that 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 last one. You said Ninth Wonder. You said uh, Ninth Wonder, Kanye, Kanye Just Blaze, Bink, Bink. Um, and then you said Mad Lib. Yeah, Mad Lib is the Mad Lib is the Okay, yeah. he's your favorite all time. Give yeah. me somebody else in his spot. Mm, somebody in Mad Lib's spot that's super influenced my production style. Well, okay. That's your influences and then give me your, your Tyler t- the Creator. Tyler Creator. Okay. Or Pharrell, actually. I'd okay. say Pharrell. Okay. So because Tyler the Creator, when I when I say that I think of him, I think I look at Tyler the Creator as like a twenty nineteen Pharrell. Okay. As far as the production style. Like, you okay. know what I mean? Cause they're 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 both very similar productions, but Pharrell definitely is is in my top five favorite producers because just his his chords, man. I hate sounding all like stupid and nerdy about stuff like that, but his dude's chord we progressions. The dude's I chord progressions are just yeah ridiculous. I mean, you know you know a fucking Pharrell beat or a Neptune's beat when you hear it. It's yeah. just there. Okay. And then plus the nigga to say the nigga hasn't aged, but he made some of the beats that like your mom was shaking her ass to. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like I don't even know how the fuck that works, <laughs> but you know what I mean. So the nigga produces Zoom Zoom. Yeah, or yeah, or they shake your rump shaker or whatever. So okay. you know what I mean. Um, so that was your is that was that your influence or your top five all time? Was that your influence? that was my influence? Okay, yeah. so your influence is uh, Pharrell, yeah. Just Blaze. Yeah. Uh, you didn't say Mad Lib. Uh, Pharrell just plays Kanye. Um, Pharrell just plays Kanye. Bink. Bink. And Ninth Wonder. And Ninth Wonder. Now give me your top five all time. It's not going to be too much of a departure from the from the influencer list. Um, in no particular order, man. I, I would I wouldn't put Bink in my top five favorite producers. Mm-hmm. Um, nor would I put Tyler. But I would definitely put Pharrell, Kanye, Mad Lib. Man, it's like I want to say Ninth Wonder, and I don't know why I'm not going to say it. And I feel like I'm missing somebody because I can't think. But 
he, Ninth Wonder was just so like his beats used to just really hit home. Like that nigga produced one of the my favorite beats of all time, which is mm. "Loving It" by Little Brother. Mm. That that to me that beat was was just, that the, was that off the Minstrel Show? Yes, that was okay. that was off the Minstrel Show. That that was you like, put me on there. You yeah. put me on there, bro. I mean, like I said, it was it was like yo, what the fuck? Like this beat, this sample, the way he chopped it was just ridiculous. Like the fact that you could chop a sample like that and do it. So, um, so top five favorite producers in no particular order: Mad Lib. Kanye, um, Just Blaze, uh, Pharrell, mm-hmm. and man, can I just say Mad Lib twice instead of forcing the fifth one in there? <laughs> no. What about Timbaland? What man, about what about Havoc from? <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> what about what about RZA? <laughs> Dog. He, he, you know, I, I, hey, shout what about out to Salam the, Remy? Shout out to the shout out to the Wu Tang show, by the way. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that was yeah, actually yeah. A dope. It was a very inspirational show. Yeah. Um, but I'll say, man, yeah, that 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 fifth spot, man. I don't know because that that you know what that fifth spot's just ever evolving. Yeah. But but that, those first four are solid. Yeah. That fifth spot, it could it could you change. You should put yourself me. in there. Me. Okay. You should Todd, put yourself in there. Todd, I'm the top five. Are you still going by Kristoff or no? No, nah, that dude died. <laughs> that dude died. So now, think. Or now, what is your producer name now? I'm just Todd. Just Todd. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. But people call me Things with Todd for some reason, and because that's, of my Instagram that's, name. That's nice. So I just, Things with Todd. I, I go with that sometimes okay. too. Uh, but you know, like when the nice guys broke up, I went on like a really long not making beats hiatus because yeah. all my shit got stolen, and then yeah. I wasn't even aware that I was depressed at the time. Well, talk about that because listen, I'm I'm gonna tell you this. Listen, I'm gonna tell you this. I'm not a trendy nigga. Yeah. I'm just gonna listen. I said in pre-production, I'm not gonna use that word, but I got to. I got. I'm I'm with my brother right now, and so we can drop the end. I'm 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 with my brother right now, and I and I have to I have to make sure that I am as transparent as possible. I'm not a trendy nigga. So when I tell you, listen, I listen to the show. I listen to um, the uh, Green Room EP. I listen to uh, the James Kelly LP from time to time. That's what I do. Yeah, and and which is which is tight because <clears throat> the, why I respect why I think it's flattering that you that you fuck with the music so heavy is because I know specifically the type of music that you like, and the type of music that you like is is very. I mean, you know what I mean? It's not for no stupid niggas, essentially. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not to say that there is music for stupid niggas just playing. There's a lot of stupid nigga music out there. Um, but <laughs> no, sure. no, like, like, like essentially, sure. like, the music that you like, I, like, I, I fuck with your taste in music. So if any time, like, I could slide in that category of, like, rotation of shit you listening to, yeah. it's an honor because I know that you probably just got through listening to fucking Illmatic and yeah. fucking Blueprint. Yeah. And, you know, now you want to throw on the show. Yeah. So that's, too, that's, high. that's that's crazy. <laughs> let me let me tell you my Blueprint story. <laughs> I was um, at Best Buy for Richmond and uh, 610, right? And um, you used to, did you ever come to 5304? You've been there maybe once or twice. 5304, was it still? In- well, that was, it was still in 2111, but it, we moved from the left side of the apartment close to yeah, Night yeah, Road yeah, yeah, bro, all I was, over. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah. yeah Somebody bro. stole my CDs. It was, eh, oh, somebody that, stole all my book. CDs. Yeah. CD book, right? Somebody yeah, stole all that. of them, right? And so um, I. Um, man, you did have a, you had a legit. Oh, my don't God. get me started, man. <laughs> Somebody stole my CD book out of my car, right? So 
I went into Best Buy off of Richmond and, and 610 and bought uh, the Blueprint Trilogy, right? Yeah. And uh, I, I went in, I got the Blueprint Trilogy, and I put in the Blueprint. The intro came on, and then Takeover, pardon me, Takeover <laughs> came on, and he said, fuck nah. <laughs> Man, I was pulling out of the of the of the parking lot and I stopped. I put the car in drive and parked and I went in and I got stillmatic over again. <laughs> I got the lost tapes over again. And I got another nod. Maybe it was I am over uh, again. Because I could I couldn't take it. Nigga, like, I you, could not take it. You bro, you was like, yo, I'm about to go this shit drop today, nigga. I'll be there today <laughs> at the time that it dropped. That was you you definitely I could not take the oh insult of saying fuck Nas. I could Ooh. not take it. Boy, I just he, could not take it. <laughs> man, yeah, he um he did he did that. I, man, you know, speaking of fifty three oh eight, I remember fifty three oh four. Fifty three oh four. I remember specifically, this is around the time when you were like a Smallville stand. Oh. And uh, <laughs> that was when I think- Hey, the- listen, all my all my <laughs> secrets is coming out today. <laughs> oh, JR. And this is before I even knew it. JR was like a ridiculous Smallville. Like, it was like, it was relentless. <laughs> like, like, this dude- Oh, all God. my secrets coming out uh, today. <laughs> but that was that was the very first time that, that was the very first freshman XXL cover year. That you were staying in that that apartment. Mm. That was a really interesting uh, thing because I remember specifically a lot of those dudes. Some of them fell off. Some of them have really flourishing careers. Who was on that cover? Man, that was the like the. I have that magazine. Charles Hamilton. Oh, Wale. Wale. Like okay, I got that. I got that. I got that. I got that. I remember. I really. I wonder what happened to do Charles Hamilton. As a matter of fact, he, he, he fell off after. He fell off after because he was on the same he had that interview. Song, Brooklyn Girls. Now yes. that, that chick slapped the Sonic coins out of his ass. Yes, and that was it. That was his downfall. But I remember he had. He was on the same interview that Joe Budden was on with Green Lantern, and 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 he was on that same uh, YouTube video that I seen. He was. I, I, but I remember like. But shout out though, man, for making that song, Brooklyn Girls. That was oh yeah, cool. it was hot. It was fire. It was, fire. Cool. It was fire. Mean, It landed you on the cover. <laughs> you didn't. He was on that cover. Uh, who else was on that cover? Uh, I want to say uh, Wale. No, man, don't. Mm. Wale was on that cover. Wiz Khalifa uh, uh, was on that cover. Uh, I got that magazine in my mom's crib. Was Nipsey not on that cover? Nah, he was on the cover with J Cole. Oh, okay, so that was. That and. Was he was on the cover with Jake. Uh, I I got that magazine too. Who, but it rest was, in peace to him. It man. was yeah, R.I.P. Man. It was. But I, who was? Who were the, the first it was, freshmen? It was uh, while they was on that cover. I think. I just remember. I just remember seeing it. Charles Hamilton was on that cover. Oh, Wiz Khalifa was on that. It wasn't on that cover. He was on the same cover with Nipsey. Was like I think. Asher Roth on that cover. Asher Roth was on that cover. So like, yeah, it was. It was. It was like Dom Kennedy, maybe. No. Yeah, he was on that cover too. Cause, I, I think it, it, it would make sense, maybe not though. But it was kind of like that era where that Who else because was that on that, that was an era when that when that uh, cover when that magazine that came out with that issue. I think Wiz Khalifa was on that on that cover with Wale. Probably so, man. Like, cause, cause I'm, I'm, I'm if I'm mistaken, we we actually got to witness one of the biggest like rap booms of an era mm. to say like we got to see like. Kendrick Lamar, mm. things like Frank Ocean. He didn't. He wasn't on the cover though. No, he, not he that was cover. too no, big not, at the not time. Not that cover. No, Kendrick Lamar wasn't. I don't think, he, bro. Maybe he, he wasn't on that cover because he had the same kind of impact, initial impact that uh, Drake had. No, Except, no, no, I don't think he did. No, not. Well, I'm saying this: Drake was never on a because, freshman cover because Kendrick's. Because Kendrick, I think Kendrick had a slower burn than that. I think. I think his his first. 
in my opinion, he had that overly dedicated project. Listen, was, this is who was on that cover, on the cover with Wale. J. Cole was on the cover with Wale, and I think Wiz Khalifa was on the cover with Nipsey, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. J. Cole and Wale were on the same cover. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, but I'm not. Th- look, that's not, we're not our music. I'm we're not just pretending person. like we don't have access to the internet right yeah, now. To find yeah, the yeah, yeah. I'm not going to look it up. I'm not going to look it up. I'm not going to look it up. You know what? I am going to look it up. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up. You have to, bro. I'm right here. At this point, I mean, it would be ridiculous not what to. What do I search on here? What do I search? Just type in double XL, uh, freshman, first cover. First, uh, freshman cover. First, freshman, double XL cover. Cause I wasn't gonna look it up, but yeah, I was. I wasn't either. Here we go. So okay, okay. Bob. Oh man. Bob was on there. Didn't, didn't he, so doesn't he believe the Earth is flat? <laughs> I don't know. So so here we go. So here we go. We have. Uh, <laughs> oh shoot! No, that's not the cover because that was the cover with Joe on um, Joel Ortiz and Crooked Eye. Let's go here. I'm going to images. It looks like oh, yeah. oh, he was on there. Oh, Ace Hood was on here. Oh, shit. Uh, Asher Roth, Chris Hamilton, B.O.B., Wale. I don't know this guy. So Cole was on the cover with Nipsey. Dang. Whatever happened to that dude, Blue? Who? The dude with the the dude in the middle with the plaid shirt. He, I don't he know. put out a project called Below the Heavens with Exile. Huh. It was like a it was one of my favorite albums actually at the time. So I don't know. I have no idea. Okay, and then this is the this is the year after. This is the year after J Rock was on the same cover as Nipsey, as J Cole, as Wiz, as Rest in Peace to uh, OJ the Juice Man. Freddie Gibbs, I think, is here. OJ the Juice Man died. Yes. When did OJ the Juice Man die? He I'm died sorry. when when Gucci was in jail. Are you sure? Yes, he he died in a in a car crash, and on that same cover, uh, Big Sean was on the same cover. Dog, I feel and two other guys. So I don't know. Not hip hop right now for not knowing that. Yeah, OJ the Juice Man passed. You don't remember that? It was nah, huge. I, damn, I didn't know that. R.I.P. Man. Shit. Yeah, he he passed away, but this was the cover right after Wale's cover. So this was a couple of years ago. Nah, it was actually. No, I mean no. When when uh, this is so. So this is two thousand nine. Yeah. Two thousand nine was Asheroth, Charles, uh, Charles Hamilton, B.O.B., Kid Cudi, Blue Wale, like you said. I remember hearing Corey Mickey Fax's name and never hearing music from him for so long. <laughs> Ace Hood, Currency, and and Mickey Fax. I want to say when I met Mickey Fax in person, he was kind of a dick. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, why are you being like this? I've never even heard your music before. Two thousand ten was J Cole, Pill, Nipsey Hussle, Wiz Khalifa, OJ the Juice Man, Freddie Gibbs, Big Sean, J Rock, Fashan, and Donis. Gangsta Gibbs, that's my nigga, yeah. dog. Yeah, that's like one of my. That's the, he, he makes great music. Wow, and then two thousand eleven was Meek Mill, Big Crit, Sahi the Prince, Lil Twist, Ye- Yellow Wolf. Mac Miller, rest in peace to him. Yeah, Lil YG, twist. Lil B, Kendrick Lamar. He did make a cover. My bad. Ooh, my bad. Oh, and I, I told Diggy you Simmons yeah. and Fred Gibbs. Hey, but God, by the way, Godson. just I'm gonna say this. I don't think we give I don't think we give um, Lil B enough credit for the culture that he created, <laughs> which is current rap culture. I'm on some real shit. Like Lil B was on this little freshman 2011 rap culture. Lil B is respond. Lil B is the reason why niggas say the word swag. Yeah, Lil B is the reason why niggas cook and do all this shit they do now. I mean, he pretty much kind of created a whole like I don't give a fuck rap culture. Yeah, and then he tried to put out a real album rapping mm-hmm. with real lyrics, and then it wasn't good. But my apologies, I, th- I I tried to put Drake on the same. Well, Kendrick Lamar is top dog. Think about it. Kendrick no Lamar, pun intended. Kendrick Lamar had put out. 
his first album was Good Kid, Mad City, yes. right? Well, Section... No, no, that was his first... They made it an album after, but yeah. his first album was Good Kid, Mad Good City. Good Kid, Mad That was his first like studio, like major label yeah. album, I guess. Um, <clears throat> and Section 80 and Overly Dedicated, and then the, I think the K-Dot mixtapes that he had before mm-hmm. that. So, like I said, he had been putting in a lot of work. So, when he hit the scene... He didn't really make that super, in my opinion, that super like commercial appeal mm. until like shit, like swimming pools. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, what I mean? And mm-hmm. then, then after that, I mean, it was just kind of like, all right, I bet it's Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. But prior to that, he was just more so like underground, like mm-hmm. not underground. I don't know. I yeah. Don't know. Yeah. So listen. So um, I was. Oh man, when you um and the nice guys didn't make another EP after James Kelly LP, I was kind of hurt. Well, the making of the last with the James Kelly man that 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 took that took a lot out of us as yeah. a collective because yeah. we we that was a prime example of how you you spoke on earlier like on trying to perfect it just kind of put it out like that was after we released the show and then you know we were on the cover of Houston Press and shit and then we were getting like a little buzz like people were fucking with us. For yes, that. I remember. I got that. And, uh, I got that magazine. Yeah, when so I people, seen you on the cover, I got it. And I was surprised because people were like, "Damn!" Like I, I was just shocked that this project that we put out like it, it got so much notoriety. Why? I don't know. I mean, we just, listen, we man. The same niggas had never done it before. We weren't expecting that. Listen, shit. listen. I'm gonna tell you this, man. Uh, you know, and nobody's gonna give you our flowers, but the nice guys to U of H culture. U of H is big because it's a, it's it's the biggest university in Houston, Texas. For sure, for sure. You know what I'm saying? There ain't no other university bigger than we are. Yeah. And you guys were the shit yeah, in college. Anybody who say that y'all weren't the shit it is was, just is lying. It was, it was fun. <laughs> let's 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 call a let's call a spade a spade and, here. But, but you know what we didn't do, bro? Is the but the second album, bro? What we didn't do is we did not capitalize on on the cloud that we had. We didn't strike while the iron was hot. Yeah, we spent yeah. too much time trying to perfect the James yeah. Kelly album, and yeah. we literally so after we dropped his first album, and it took us like a year to drop the next one. So by that time, naturally, people are going to lose interest in anything. You know? Do you so. think? Do you think that you guys were um, making LPs too early? Mm. Because the reason why I said that is because I always thought, and this is my blueprint. Because J Cole came up on, he came up in the college scene mm-hmm. as a college kid, but he was using other people's beats until he made that record that was just fire. So as a group with two producers. <clears throat> yeah. and a rapper like I mean yeah. it's damn near no point in using any yeah. other than yeah. you know the, the two in-house producers that you have because yeah. now we're, com- we're circling back around to 2019 and we're seeing how valuable having the original beats is yeah. uh, but then again niggas rip shit off SoundCloud or whatnot but then you get sued off your ass for that nowadays but uh, regardless <clears throat> this it was just it took us a while to put that second album out Yeah, and then after that bro what do you think that y'all could have done different? Because uh, I'm our chemistry you. wasn't there. Yeah, uh, we started. You know what it was, bro. We all just started growing apart musically. Okay, um, you want to crack this yeah. last one? Yeah. Crack it. <laughs> uh, we we all just started growing apart musically. Yeah, like um, was this around the time that Nas had that? I'm um, not Nas, but uh, Eve had that uh, independent record mm. that uh, the because um, I bought it. I know you produced a couple of tracks on there. Um, the, uh, no, actually, so this was before. So <clears throat> around around that, I'm not time, I'm not talking about the good uh, a good Catholic boy or the last one that you did two tracks on yeah. that I love. I'm talking about the one where he did um 
before that. Yeah, no. So that that was I actually that that I didn't have anything to do with that one. I know what you're talking about, like, that, and so that was that was an interesting time in my life because I once once some nice guys that you know for all intents and purposes had dissolved. Um, I was just trying to figure out my new sound and trying to figure out what what it was that I was gonna do and. You know, we actually uh, relinked and a couple years later, and then we started working on another Nice Guys album. Yeah, uh, because our our old manager had had uh, did that thing where he was like, "Yo, meet me here." He yeah. said it's all four of us, and then like we met, we all met at the, yeah. you know what I mean. So uh, we started recording. We were, the plan was to put out a um, a double track yeah. called Eve Saint and Eve Center. Uh, a two pack, yeah, two yeah. It was like each. It was gonna be like a five produced by me, five produced by Free. Oh, okay, and, so uh, ten tracks. Yeah, ten tracks, but mm-hmm. split up in two album form. Um, you know what I mean. At that point in time, my beats were like I was man. You know when Maxo came out, yeah, <clears throat> like when when Crick Strikes came out, and uh, I think that You're talking, one, about, uh, <laughs> talking about Pumpkin and <clears throat> yeah. So yeah. Maxo was he had this song called Cell Booming that I heard and uh, produced by Rico. Who's a who's a, who's a dope producer in Houston, and that just kind of like made me just kind of like rethink how I want to make beats a little bit because mm-hmm. it was just such a knock and beat, and then I kind of like reformulated shit. Is this when you go from the sampling to the more of the, the yeah. eight hundred eight yeah. and that, more of the southern type beats? Yeah, that that okay. was the moment. I remember when, this because yeah. I remember I remember thinking I was like, damn. Todd ain't, Todd ain't, he ain't, oh, that's what I, okay, I'm, let me finish this thought right quick, then I'll ask you a question. I remember I was like, man, Todd ain't sampling, like, he ain't got those soulful, like, you know, you made beats that made, for me at least, want to rhyme. See, I was, I think I was, at that point, I was kind of like in a real depressed point, mm. and I didn't even realize it, because mm. all of my beats, all of my beats sounded like murder. <laughs> like no, they literally sound, like I, I mean, they, they, my beat sounded like a like a fucking drive by. Yeah, like you know, what I mean, it was just like they were real dark and yeah, just just angry and yeah. heavy on the bass and yeah. you know what I mean. And, and it was that was that was where I was. Yeah. So I went for a while just without you know when I just I was making beats like that, and it wasn't until uh, fast forward after fast forward a few years, uh, Tubo. Had kind of like linked me and less. Okay, hold on, Tom. Yeah. Before we get there, okay. So, um, we've we've talked about the nice guys as much as we can. Yeah. Okay. Take me through um, sampling. What does that entail? Because I listened to um, man, and he's retweeted. He's retweeted some of my tweets over the years. I listened to uh, Scram Jones mm-hmm. on um, SXM forty five. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh. And he scrambles. What is sampling composed of? What does that mean? Uh, sampling is literally just taking any sound. I would say that you didn't create yourself and okay. incorporating it into something that you are creating. So okay. Sampling doesn't necessarily have to be a soul record. It could be shit. I mean, if you bang on, I could I could sample any sound and put it into what I'm making. So if oh, okay. I bang on this table right here, and just and you did a lot of that for the show and and yeah. Well, with the, with the show, that was just more so just like taking soul samples, actual songs, and 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 chopping them up. The the, the show era was like more so Ninth Wonder influence. So it was mm-hmm. like a lot of like let me take this sample and chop it and rearrange it to where it's unidentifiable. Oh, you know what I mean? so that's why you didn't have to clear it because I was wondering. Yeah, yeah. I was wondering, <clears throat> shit. If you if you're sampling, do you out? Bro, Ninth Wonder got away with one of the biggest not getting a sample cleared ever or maybe he did get a sample i don't know but he uh on the on minstrel show uh, there's a track called watch me 
mm-hmm. that has a Jackson Five sample, mm. but it's chopped to like beyond recognizable. Damn near. Um, I mean, you could hear it a little bit in there, but yeah, like that was super tight. Mm. So that was like, damn man, this nigga made the song sound like not the song, and then made it sound better. Yeah. So that was cool. Yeah. Um, so 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 okay. So let's push forward mm-hmm. a little bit. Okay. So. The nice guys is over. Y'all not making music no more, but still, I'm repping y'all to this yeah, day. Okay, I love y'all. Uh, like I said before, uh, whatever platform I have, I'm gonna always play y'all music. You know, I always got the clearance from you to be able to play y'all music in my stuff, right? For sure. Okay, so now what I'm interested in is you now move on to from being behind the scenes because, quite frankly, for me, I always had the question of how do you pop uh, an MC. Two producers and a DJ. How do you make that, how do you make that pop? That's a that's besides the point. We'll talk about <laughs> yeah. that at another yeah. time because you'll be on the podcast yeah, again, sure. right? Right. So you move on to your own thing. Now I always knew that you were just you know it was one of those things, To that uh, whenever we talk on the phone, we talk for about an hour, yeah. minimum for sure. Okay, and um, and a lot of it is due to the fact that we don't talk every day, but that's besides the point. But we talk for an hour or so, right? How do you go from um, producer of the nice guys, super producer of the nice guys, to doing things with Todd? Uh, just trying to figure out a way to sustain myself. As I mean, because when that when when the nice guys dissolved, I mean, we had so many in house resources. Yeah, between I mean, fucking art from. The ballet D, who's one of the dopest artists I know. Yeah. To I mean, video. he used to make y'all some crazy. Nigga, I art mean, it cover. was just ridiculous. Like the 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 in house situation yeah. we had, bro. Between you know we met Tubo. I'm not gonna call this nigga Danny Ocean. Y'all might know this nigga's Danny Ocean, but fuck, man. Man, get in that. Give that man his name. His he name is Danny Ocean. Ugh, all right, Come on, man. All right, this, Come on, man. His name is Danny Ocean. Look, so people for, people take on pers- a monarch. I know, to- but for like that, I have to just call him Tubo. So that's that's like <laughs> that's what conversation purpose. Like, that nigga wouldn't get up here and call me Christoph. So like, uh, uh, no, but so like you know we had Tubo shooting videos. Shit, we had. Greg doing photography, like yeah. I mean, we had just like a, this ridiculous. Yeah. We had a three manager team. Yeah, then all these guys were working for free. Listen, you know let me I mean? tell you this. Uh, let me tell you this because I was listening to a podcast uh, a while ago, and it was um, I was listening to a podcast a while ago, and he said to the guy, he said, "Listen, if you don't have resources to help you do what you do." Right. Stop calling me. <laughs> but I was just so, man, I just love the way people used to work with y'all. I mean, because we're all between between me, Omar, you know, Eve Free, like we were all just pretty, pretty cool dudes that would. Well, plus, Eve was just a socialite. So Eve yeah. just knew everybody and was always yeah. making connections. Yeah. Then Omar was a DJ. Yeah. So, I mean, fuck, there, there's that. You know what I mean? And then Free was taking pictures in the mix. Yeah. And then shit, I essentially was the only nigga that was just making beats. That's why, I, that's why I overcompensated by making so many beats because I didn't really do anything. Other but than you, but you look, T.O. T.O. Double, you were. I was just like the funny dude. You would no. Fuck that. I had braid. I was the had. Fuck I was that. a long hair dude. Fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck. It's that. like uh, listen, man. Like I said, braids. I don't cuss on this platform. <laughs> I, I try not to, but listen, your beats were 
legendary. I appreciate that. I really that, but that means a lot. And, but but you know, I'm not trying to put on for for the show. You know how much I fucked with you. Yeah, no. You know sure. that I loved your music, right? Yeah. And so your beats, man, I was like, and and there was a point in time when you were making beats back when you were sampling back then yeah. that I was like, that's Todd. That's Todd. That's Todd. That's Todd. That's Todd. You had that bink. You had that Pharrell. You had that Timbaland type a, feel. Yeah, mix of all of that shit. Yeah. And and, and that's what... That's what that's kind of what it was, and so to to fast forward to the the things with Todd, that was just kind of like I said, me and Tubo were literally doing what we're doing right now. We were just sitting, shooting the shit, having mm-hmm. some beers. We were watching Anthony Bourdain. Mm-hmm. You know, at this time I was working at a bar. I was bartending. It's a place called Brooklyn Athletic Club, and um, mm-hmm. I, I had I had I came to see you there once. Yeah, I, so I had that's so at that point that's when I kind of like when I started working at that bar. That's when I started meeting people. Um, that were uh, other bartenders and they were chefs and that they owned other restaurants and shit like that. Because yeah. when you're a bartender, you get niggas fucked up. I mean, you're, you can, you know. So at that point, me and Tubo were just watching the Bourdain, Anthony Bourdain, and we were just like, man, um, Tubo, you have a camera, obviously, and I'm kind of funny, nigga. Just, mm-hmm. I, I can just see if we can. My homeboy is a chef at this kitchen or this restaurant. I'm sure he can, you know what I mean? And that's just how it started. Yeah. And it was just, it was literally just as a lot of people try to overcomplicate shit that's not complicated, right? Yeah. You see how you fucking started a podcast? Yeah. You got the camera, you yeah. have two mics, you got your laptop, and we're doing it. Yeah. This is not, there's nothing more to talk about, yeah. right? We can talk about all day what we want to do and this and that, but execution is what the fuck means and everything. So, yeah. That was my biggest thing. I I have been. I'm still working on this album, right? I but um, I was what since, album? This album that I've been working on for like five years, six years, maybe. Since okay. it's really since the nice guys ended. Okay. Um, but that's another another conversation for another time. But with the show, it was just me wanting to start something and then see it through. Yeah. Like me wanting to have an idea, flesh it out, and yeah. then see it through, and then not realizing how easy it was. I mean. Yeah. Once we figured out the, the dynamic of the format of the first episode, I mean, it was just it was all it was game it was game on. Let me let me let me interrupt you by saying this um, because we spoke about this when when we weren't recording, right? Uh, for me, and this is how I have always been. Um, I do things artistically for me, yeah, right. And I'd hope that as I evolve as an artist, as a creative, that people just rock with it, right? Yeah. So um, I don't care what the man outside of me, I'm going to be even honest, I don't care what you say about what I do. Yeah, I, I'm going to uh, do what I do because I love what I do. Uh, that's, that's JR. That's, so that's <laughs> yeah, that's, nigga, that's so I was talking to my um, my editor today, yeah. and you all should, uh, should uh, check out her. Her blog is called TempestLives.com. I was talking to her today, and I was Good. saying to her, hey, uh, when's the last time that you wrote a blog? Mm-hmm. For me, it's all about starting mm-hmm. and continuing. Yeah. And as you grow in that process, you uh figure out your lane, right? So initially I wasn't, you know, all I knew all I wanted to do with the podcast was get people's stories. Mm. It wasn't until I got to my frat brother, Clint Brownlow. Shout out to you, I love you, boy. Um that he was like, hey, man, you know, people are getting lost in what you're doing, so you need to tell people what you're doing initially mm. so that you can get people hooked in, right? Yeah. But I believe in just getting started mm-hmm. and figuring out on the way. But on that path, I ain't going to stop. 
I'm gonna keep doing what I do. Facts. Because you know, I mean, shit. This is what I love to do. So it doesn't matter if I'm making bread or not on it. I'm going to keep doing what I do because this is what I love to do. And I don't think that anybody should stop doing what they want to do for the simple fact of, oh, I'm not making bread or it's not making sense. Yeah. That's what I was talking about earlier. Yeah. I mean, and bro, that's, <clears throat> that's, I mean, if you think about it, we didn't really see a lot of money from nice guy shit. You know what I mean? Nothing I've done ever has been money driven. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've I feel like I've really been inconveniencing myself on the starving artist shit for a while now, just yeah. just because just because I fuck with what it is that I do. So, <clears throat> you know, I'm <clears throat> not to say that I'm not a money financially motivated person, but I mean, I don't I don't do things um, artistically uh, for a check. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that's not to say that we're just out here being just artsy as fuck, right? Yeah, yeah. Just, oh, this is not, but. But you know, at the end of the day, like I mean, yeah, I'm just I, I've I've never seen like a big ass paycheck from something that I've done. So you yeah. know, until I see that, then that's maybe when I'll start getting like more money hungry about shit. But bro, I'm just kind of just chilling right now. Just you know, I mean, re- really, what it is is we just don't have the resources in Houston. Yeah, a lot of resources. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we can be honest, we yeah. don't have the resources in Houston, and so it almost deters a lot of artists. It makes artists uproot and go to other places. It makes artists just not be creative. It just we just don't have the resources. I, w- I will say this though, bro, uh, with the nice guys ending and just the the fact that you know I myself didn't burn a lot of bridges, and you know we kept a just pretty positive rapport with people. Uh, whenever I did pick up, you know, start the show, I was kind of able to uh, finesse that into just just people. People just kind of knew me from that, so yeah. it was a little bit easier for me to kind of maneuver in this world. Yeah, just off of being like, oh yeah, you the dude from you know the producer and shit mm. like that. So that 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 kind of made it a little bit easier to 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 navigate through what it is I'm doing now, mm. j- just because of the clout that we had back then. Mm. You know what I mean? I I will say this, man. I love you, my nigga. Yeah, you too, I, bro. I love you, dog. Bullshit. I mean, I mean, we. You know, uh, I would live to have the story that Wu Tang had with each other, but I mean, I'm grateful for the story that I have with you. I mean, you, and the thing is, bro. Like, if th- let's just be real here, if. There would be like a show or a movie of the nice guys and creation. You'd be you'd be in it too. Like, I mean, so. if I wasn't, I'd be. A f- like, I'm, I'm be honest. <laughs> you, you, I'm be honest. You know, right, you listen. Would have to, you would play a pretty decent role in it too, bro. Right I'm here, saying. right here. Listen, <laughs> I, I, I'm 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 going to take the time right here to put the uh, the overtoast video in here because I just think that the overtoast video was so far. So Houston, Texas, we'll be right back. Let me play the overtoast video. I know we're uh, hour in, but it's okay. I mean, we have no time limit. We have no time limit. I'm going to play the Overtoast video right here. Houston, Texas, you're watching and listening to episode number 41 of the What's Next podcast. This is South Tower. Peace and blessings. (laughs) Nice.
Yo, I feel like 95 Sachi on my body Biggie, Jigger, Puffy All that ballin' is a hobby And I'm wildin' in my wallies And them valleys, no Pilates More way, get you more way Nah, that's these Bumanti My crystal ball, I see crystal I crystal y'all with that I saw the sign like Ace of Spades That Ace of Spades get cracked I'm like, cheers to the money guys The Willie niggas Who buy them bottles And then they spill these liquors Yo, yo, salute my dude I see you, dog. Five bottles, one dick. Why I need some rubs? I know I'm out of line, but love is sour time. You know it rose a rain when your cloud is nine. Get off that high ass hussy. This a private party. Been on my dick too long. Your breath on private party. You gon' be nice and naughty. These walls are priceless, Audi. This the upper crust. Fuck is up. Over and done. Over toast. Yes, we did it again. Sipping with no remorse. We gon' do it again, and we gon' do it again. What we doing again? Over the most. Over, the most, over, toast, over.
Yo, Houston, Texas, man. Round of applause for that. Um, man, like I said, uh, I'm a big person on influence, right? Uh, my influence is Nas, uh, Diddy, uh, my, my dad. Shout out to my father. Um, man, Dad's the nice guys. Great influences. Yeah. The nice, the nice guys, man. Just, uh, I love your music, right? Appreciate and it. And uh, no matter what, if anybody ever talks about, talks about Houston rap, um, Legendary rap. I'm always gonna mention you guys. That's that, always. That's, that's that's cool, man. I I appreciate that because for when it comes to, I think probably I downplay a lot of the shit that we or I do to a fault. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Um, and I, I've been told that before, but it's but you do it to be humble, though. Yeah, man. Because I don't. Because because you know, I would rather just like I I don't know. I, I when I see people that are, I mean, you you don't ever want to look lame, you know yeah. by. Cause it's when I see somebody that's gloating about something that no one kept, gives a fuck about, mm-hmm. I'm the first person to be like, bro, nobody gives a fuck, <laughs> right? So if I know how I feel about like you gloating about your fucking accolades and nobody gives a fuck about, it's definitely way cooler to just not even gloat and just to be more humble, bro. Like humility is one of the just the tightest things ever. Biggest, no doubt. If you if just don't be a dick, man. Fuck. Yeah, like, that's, yeah. That's, that's that's all it is. Just, yeah. So yeah, um. Uh, things with Todd, man. Uh, where do you see it going? Uh, I don't know. Probably nowhere, really. I mean, it's just <laughs> no, fun. don't say that. I would just, just kind of just fuck <laughs> around shooting the show. Uh, with, yeah, man. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, it would be tight if, like, mm, maybe Vice would be like, hey, you should come do that here. Oh, no, Vice it. has been kind of stupid lately. I though. can see it. No, actually, I'm just playing. Y'all are so awesome. I didn't say that. <laughs> but but you uh, know what? This is what I will say. Because when we talked, uh, I guess, that first thing, uh, that first time after so long, I realized, I was like, man, I didn't know that you were the creative mind state behind what was going on with the nice guys. Yeah, bro. It right? Was, it, was, it was definitely, it was definitely, bro, like, me and Eve Heavy were just sitting yeah. in the room. Because Eve was living on my couch the, the majority of the time we yeah. recorded the show. Okay. So even from the, I actually it was crazy. I actually found the picture uh, that influenced the show cover that I sent to D to, to to recreate. I found it the other day, which was crazy. But mm-hmm. it was just man linking up with Tubo too. Man, when we linked up with Tubo, he was super young. He didn't know how to shoot videos, mm-hmm. and um. I just always had this weird eye for just shit. So, mm-hmm. and then you know, at that time, me and Eve were just like working real well together. So, you know, if you had, if at that point in time, if me, Eve, and Tubo were on the same accord, then it was a green light. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And then once Eve got super just focused on the music, then it was just kind of like me and Tubo, and then or sometimes just Eve and Tubo. But mm-hmm. like a lot of the, like a lot of the, the. The, the ideas and the concepts and stuff like that. Yeah, it was it was fun, man. It was it was because I, I feel like this shit has to be at that point. I felt like stuff had to be cinematic um, just to kind of convey a, a, a audio picture, mm. if you will. Mm. Um, you know, who was the most pivotal part in the group that then when it comes to the let's see, Omar didn't make beats, but. Oh, the first beat Omar made, he had Slim Thug on, which was mm. niggas, and niggas ain't never had a You talking about on, on the James Kelly album? On James Kelly. Uh, what um, was it? No, that uh, wasn't it. Married to the Mob. Married to the Mob. Yeah, and um, Omar, and the Married to the M.O.B. Married to the M.O.B. Omar's mob. first beat. Married to the M.O.B. Yeah, mob. And so, and, so, <laughs> and so Omar, bro, and, dog, 
bless his heart, man. Like he would every time we had a show, we had to do a tour or some shit like that. Omar was like packing his navigator up. We were all riding Omar shit. Yeah. So and he DJed everything. He was you know he was a DJ. So yeah. And, and I feel like we put a lot of stress on him back in the day. Just like yeah. just. To have to constantly just like not only drive but then yeah. DJ these yeah. events yeah. or these shows. Um, Can I ask you a question? What's up? Okay. Um, we grew up in the party scene at U of H. Yeah, for sure. Right. Um, uh, college, city wise. This is the thing that I just couldn't understand from your management team. Shout out to James Dex. 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 Joe, yeah, Joe, Joe Dex. Joe Dex. <laughs> James Joe. Dex, Joe Dex, <laughs> potato, Joe potato, Dex, right? And maybe this is wasn't this wasn't his decision, but why was it that when you had people coming out to your events, mm -hmm. right, that y'all weren't playing nice guys music? Oh, man, it's... I couldn't, I couldn't fathom it. Yeah, I no. couldn't understand it. I couldn't. I was like, like, what's in my mind? I was thinking, I was boiling. <laughs> I was like, what, 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 what's going on here? We know, should be Omar. here. <laughs> Omar, why were we playing Most, nice guys? I'm just playing. <laughs> I mean, I was to myself. Well, well, I mean, because really, bro, at the time, like it was, it was just this weird balance that we had to find, right? So we would slip a couple of songs here and there in the cracks. But yeah, for the most part, it was just like until you can be known as a person, man. It's like, and me now that I DJ too, like mm -hmm. as a person that you know what I mean, like I have to, and I DJ at clubs and shit, mm -hmm. right? So I have to control the crowd. I have mm -hmm. to make sure that. People are dancing and shit like that. And, so you see what they so were, you see back then what was going on. Yeah, it's 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 almost like you have to kind of put your person. If if you have a group of people in a setting, at that point in time, you know, and, and that's why Omar's a, a, one of the best DJs I know. Because shout out to oh, Omar, Candlestick. Yeah, Candlestick. I'm sorry, Candlestick is yeah. Omar, but yeah. <laughs> so so Candlestick is literally one of the best DJs I know because of the fact that he's able to control crowds he can read the fuck out of anything he can do you know what i mean it's just like so and that's kind of what i learned from from omar and yeah charlie brown shout out to reeks and shantae like you know what mm -hmm. i mean like that's that's like the, the my my dj mm -hmm. uh what's it called Mount hierarchy Rushmore. or, or Rush, my dj mount rushmore yeah, in houston yeah, yeah. would we'll probably be like those four. i mean but i'm just in my mind i was thinking <clears> to myself i was like listen i mean this we came here. Listen for me. I don't know about everybody else. Like I said, I'm not a trendy guy. I came here to vibe with the nice guys, right? And for me, I'm not bad. I'm not opposed to hearing nice guy stuff and rocking to it, knowing every word of yeah. the of, of the records. Like, I mean, my that was a my that was a, a question that plagued my mind for years. We like, we just didn't we didn't we didn't we didn't. And and I think that was again where we were probably being too humble. We didn't want to force our music on people. I guess yeah. we we took such a modest route about a lot of shit yeah. to where like we were just kind of we wanted to come off like it's just kind of like nonchalant, cool, yeah. chill. We just yeah. you know what I mean. We're not yeah. we're not too. If you listen to it, fuck it. If not, cool too. Yeah. Like you know what I mean. Whatever. So we never just want to come off like thirsty. Do you regret that? Uh, if I can go back and do stuff differently, there were some things I'd do different. I would, the yeah, I don't I don't regret not playing the music. I just I, like I said, there were just some things that we would do differently mm -hmm. with the knowledge that we have now. Mm -hmm. Like uh, I look at I mentioned less earlier. He came up around the same time. Oh, for sure, that for we sure, did, right? For so sure. The, and it's so crazy how the fucking world works full circle. 
let's rewind back to that freshman year. Yeah. Our sophomore year, when we to- South Tower. Yeah. <laughs> South uh, Tower. South Tower. Uh, Les was also in rapping. the dorms. But Les, started was, rapping. Les was in the North Tower, though. We don't know. <laughs> whatever. Uh, but no, but li- literally, like, I, w- I would see Les around campus and shit like that because he was, like, the most tattooed college student I'd ever seen. He wasn't tatted at the time. Nah, he was, nigga was tatted, bro. He wasn't as tatted as he is now, but nigga was pretty tatted. He had a tatted at the time? Bro, he was, he was sleeping. I remember seeing a nigga like, yo, man, you're pretty... You're in college. I don't remember. I didn't know that. like college people could have that many tattoos. I remember he was in the dorms with us, but I don't remember him being tatted. That nigga was tatted, bro. Oh, yeah, damn. That nigga was super my bad. Tatted. My bad, LES. My bad. <laughs> I only I liked his name because Nas had a producer, LES. Oh, okay. LES you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah so, of course. Yeah, uh, but nah, man. So he is an example of like a nigga that just kind of, he just kind of like kept his head low and just kept working. You know kept I mean? working. Because because we we put out shit and let's say we all because believe it or not one of the very first beats that I ever made I gave to Les mm. and, and this is when I didn't even know him that well I just knew he was a rapper and we just chopped it up and shit like that and I I literally and it was the most dipset sounding fucking mm. beat ever bro and and that was and and he never rapped on it and we never <clears throat> made any music but there was always just like <clears throat> mutual respect like mm. for just the, he he has his shit going and we have our shit going. So, you know, like when our shit dissolved and whenever we broke up and that nigga was still, you know, he was picking up. He was picking up. I remember a time period, it was a February. He had to drop every day in February. (laughs) Yeah, dog. He works. He makes music, bro. He uh, works. So when I I, I linked with him, it was actually pretty pretty interesting because I hadn't made beats for a while. Like in a capacity enough to like, I can produce a project, right? Yeah, so, Tubo kind of, um, kind of made that happen to where I produce. Just he just wanted me to work with Les, and then Les had been working with Rogers, and then he would just, I guess, they just want to do like a go in the different direction for this one project because they were fresh off of Midnight Club, and uh, which was fire. Um, we linked and then me and Les just made, in my opinion, which is one of the, his best albums. Not even, not even because <laughs> you I talking about it. shrimps and uh, uh, steak and shrimp. No, 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 no. no. Uh, Catalina wine mixer is the okay, one I okay. produce. Okay. By the way, shout out to Siraj. Siraj produced literally the tightest beat on that whole project. The the one Siraj beat was the tightest one on that bitch. Uh, <laughs> but no, it was it was it was a. Uh, <clears throat> It was kind of like the first time that since the Nice Guys days, actually, when yeah. I linked with Les, yeah. that I got to to kind of just kind of be real hands-on and kind of have some creative control with an album. Because I remember literally the first day I walked into uh, him and Georgie's office, um, he literally was like, I walked in that bitch and he was like, we're naming the album Catalina Wine Mixer. Yeah. And I was like, bet, say no okay. more. Okay. So then we just fucking okay. smoked a whole lot of weed and watched Step Brothers and then just kind of just like... It, to me, to, to me, to me, that album Catalina Wine Mixer is kind of like what I would consider like my, my, my mad villainy or my how how MF Doom and Mad mm-hmm. Lib made that project or how Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib like that's kind of like how it was because it's 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 kind of like I don't know it was just cool it was yeah. like the, the from the way that it was conceived yeah. to the way that it was finished to the feel of it like yeah. it was just like a real dope project yeah. and it also didn't hurt that. Shay Serrano said that it was Les's best album too at that point in <laughs> time. So shout out to Shay, man. He he um, you know, that was cool. Ooh, sorry. <laughs> so uh so today is September the first, 
2019, and we have 30 days left in the 2019 year. Mm. 30 days. We're finally in the last month of 2019. What do you hope to attain in 30 days? Man, so uh, I've been... So we, you know how we have the brand uh, things, okay. which is just kind of a, an extension of things with Todd. Yeah, I just it, I felt weird. You got having, a different Instagram name with that, right? Well, yeah, that's just things with. Uh, okay, that's that's that that Instagram is under under model right now. Okay, um, we linked up. Maybe it was about a year and a half ago. We linked up with this uh, super fucking dope artist from Beaumont. Name is Joey. Um, okay, so he actually is a part of the team. He he's the designer for things. Okay. Um, and hopefully we, we we have a gallery that we're working on and we were trying to work on and uh, i don't know if you've seen like the little the, the bunny toys and and stuff like that that we put out the figure the vinyl figures um yeah i did yeah so so right now it's just kind of trying to get it going with these galleries uh we've been throwing these art galleries and right now me and joey and uh tubo shout out to thomas too man i don't uh, do you know thomas right or do you know no, thomas or do you not know no, thomas i don't know okay thomas. Well, yeah thomas and then there's a Siraj too, who lives in LA, who's okay. You've seen him before. He actually makes really good beats, bro. Like I, he, that nigga would have replaced whenever, whenever like the nice guys was like fizzling out because mm -hmm. me and Free weren't. Bro, if Tubo would have let me know that Siraj was making beats like that, that nigga, the nice guys would probably still be a thing. <laughs> We'd probably make that nigga Siraj producer and just kept the ball rolling. Yeah. Oh no, nah, but anyways, uh, yeah, man, just to try to get. Uh, have a, at least like another gallery have more I, we want to release these I, I shot an episode with Bun B uh, for the for the mm. for the last episode for the last episode the latest episode of uh, Things with Todd we shot an episode with Bun B where we we ate hamburger buns <laughs> uh, I was gonna say man I was gonna say man uh, you know what people underestimate what your beginning steps look like and I'm not talking about you I'm just talking about in general mm -hmm. right but I remember seeing your things with Todd, and you had bun, you had Slim on that motherfucker. You know what I mean? I was, bro. I'm still, I'm shocked to this day. Like the fact like he that like, and, and I've heard niggas that sat he, down and like they. Yeah. yeah, I've heard that he was a around the way guy. Like, like oh, super, no matter bro. what, Damn, no matter man. what, he's from the town. If you're from the town, he's Nigga. gonna hold you down. It's ridiculous, right? bro. Like how 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 easy and and cool these dudes are when you talk to them because like. You you would, but I think that's why like dudes like Slim Thug and you have niggas like Les, and that's why these dudes are so mm -hmm. fucked with in Houston is because like when you meet these dudes, mm -hmm. they ain't never on no Hollywood shit. Yeah. So yeah. like you meet Slim Thug, man, he gonna dap it up with you, chop it up, but you take a picture with your mm -hmm. ass. You know what I mean? Literally, bro, I walked up to Slim Thug and started asking him the dumbest fucking questions. Just like just, what? I mean, <laughs> I, what did I ask Slim Thug, bro? Like. I asked him, would he rather come down or rather, would he rather come down or would he rather come through? Like, which one does he prefer to do more? <laughs> like, you know for me to ask Slim Thug a question like that and the nigga answer it. Or even for me to pick up the phone um, and call Bun mm. and be like, hey, Bun, do you want to be on this next episode? We're going to shoot. We're going to we're gonna go eat hamburger buns. Mm. And for that nigga to be like, yeah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, for real? So we shot it and it's just... It's a thing, like so. I feel that that that's that's still surprising to me that people are fucking with it. That's yeah, um, yeah. It's I'm, you know, it's a blessing. So the thirty days left in two thousand nineteen. In thirty days, we will have two more episodes. One with Booker T coming out. Okay, the wrestler. Then, yeah, one with Booker okay. T, the wrestler. And is then, he from here? 
Yeah, hell yeah, he's super Houston. What part? I don't know. Part? I don't know what part of Houston he's from, but his uh, he has a wrestling league. Uh, shout out to Brad Gilmore, actually, by the way, who's who's very detrimental. He's like Booker T's right hand man, but mm-hmm. Brad Gilmore was a uh, a promoter and um. He was just a, a guy around the time we were doing a like, heavy mm-hmm. nice guy shit. So he was definitely a, a plug for us back then. He's actually who, who plugged us with Booker T. Mm. But um, but yeah, Booker T has his own wrestling league in Clear Lake, or mm. yeah, like a little bit past Clear Lake, like yeah. Um, and it's like a fucking wrestling league. Yeah, it's like a yeah. whole thing. I think people are trying to start that. I mean, they should just let Booker T do it, and then mm. maybe just try to be a part of his league because yeah. his shit. Like we went, I was like, damn, like. I, I, you know, when you hear people got a wrestling league, you just like whatever. But then when you go, I think I felt like I, I me, bro, it was me, Les, Georgie, Tubo. We went for the first time. And we was like some kids yeah. in the front row, just seeing yeah. niggas fake wrestle. It was fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, it was. It was. It was just kind of like you know. I don't. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. double. But the fact that Booker T was even sat down and did an episode with us yeah. still blows my mind. I'm like. Yeah. But it shows you all all things with Todd is mm-hmm. is an example of um I guess uh being able to talk to somebody or being approachable or being not a hoe ass nigga and burning yeah. bridges. Yeah. That's yeah. it. If I can get Booker T to sit down with me and fucking talk I can ask Booker T dumb questions. I asked him, Can I be a part of Harlem Heat? You know? <laughs> dumb shit, man. <laughs> so Yeah, just just you know, I don't know. So, um, um, this person that I'm referring to doesn't have to be from Beaumont, mm-hmm. right? He could be from U of H. He could be uh, from the southwest side of Houston, Texas, like I am. What bit of advice are you going to give to him to get him to start, right? Um, being a producer, uh, going to college, not necessarily knowing his direction, just going to college, um, starting up. What what bit of advice are you what bit of advice are you going to give to him? Mm, I would I would tell this person to. I mean, once again, I don't mean to sound like the status quo here, sound like a broken record, but just kind of just if you really fuck with what you're doing, like you know what, don't second guess yourself. Mm. That's that's what I would that's what I would tell people. I would tell people. More than likely, your gut feeling that you were feeling the first time is the right way. Mm-hmm. Not all the time, but just don't don't second guess yourself and don't overthink it, right? Because mm-hmm. that I'm like I've seen what happens firsthand when you overthink shit, mm-hmm. and these little details that you're worrying about perfecting, no one gives a fu- no one gives a fuck about them. <laughs> okay, like the, 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 I'm gonna say it again: no one gives a fuck about the details <laughs> because that's the reason that's taking your project. So long, so long to come out, (laughs) and then when you hear when you hear it, or when you see it, or when you go to it, I mean, it's 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 literally, it's just like dog. I mean, you you watching niggas just just don't overthink it, don't second guess yourself. that's that's what I would tell them, man. And because in 2019, you're already gonna do what you want to do anyways. You know what I'm saying? Like (laughs) niggas ain't going to school like that, so. Just I ain't even got to tell you follow your dream. Niggas is doing that regardless, so. What I would tell niggas is because there's been an influx of people following their dreams and their hearts. Cool. Just don't second guess yourself and don't bite other people's shit. Yeah. Just be creative, man. There's a lot of fucking, there's a lot of fucking, you know what? I'm a, man, take the gloves off, T.O. Double. 
Take the gloves off. Stop playing. Nah, man. You're trying to sugarcoat nah, it. Trying Stop to... playing. Nah, Listen, man. I'm just thinking about. I'm just being honest. People probably not going to make it to the end of the of this episode it's about a minute and <laughs> it's about an hour and like it, look but for me I'm, 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 I'm gonna go i'm gonna go i'm gonna hit that hole again you keep know going keep uh, yeah, going yeah, yeah. Nah, i just um it's a, a artist who shall remain unnamed that uh put out a project called grand turismo okay. recently <laughs> now they're not unnamed because i'm gonna look up grand turismo. A- a- after after an artist that I work closely with released okay. an album called Gran Turismo years ago. Oh, wow. And that artist was on this said artist's label. And the, it, it's just, yeah. Let's uh, <laughs> just cut that part out. Oh, no. Uh, There's also an album called Prestige Worldwide. Basically, like, <laughs> this nigga. Dog, Houston, what up, niggas baby? Stop biting niggas, dog. Fuck. <laughs> Listen. Currency. <laughs> Fuck. Just say it. Stop biting less shit, nigga. Goddamn. <laughs> so listen, many ideas out there. Listen, I want to take the time to say uh, happy birthday to my um, my um, my nephew, my godson, uh, Davin Clark. How old is he? Man, Davin was born 2008. He'll be el- no. I'm tripping. Who? I don't want to quote. This is Alexis's first son. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. What's yeah. up, Alexis? Yeah. Uh, I want to say shout out to him. Happy birthday to him. His birthday is on the third. Okay. Right. I want to say happy birthday to my brother Terry Dyke. His birthday is on the fifth. And I want to say happy birthday to Jay Z. Uh, <laughs> no, Jay Z was born on the fourth. See that he a Jay fan, but don't know when he was born. <laughs> Nigga, I'm just I, saying. Joe, listen, listen, listen. I want to say happy birthday to my brother Terry Dyke, and I want to say happy birthday to my brother uh, um, Jonathan Rideau. He was born on the sixth. Of December, keep going. And Hove was also born on the sixth. On the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> These niggas ain't Hove fans, no, man. No, tripping, dog. Relax. These niggas ain't Hove fans, oh, relax, man. Relax, nigga. I'll go. Relax. You're right. You're right. Relax. You, you might beat me on the lyrics, <laughs> yeah, but listen. Relax. Nas is the greatest <laughs> all time. Nas the greatest all time. You do not do that, bro. Because you'll Nas open the up greatest a whole all time. can of worms right now. We don't even have time. We, we literally do not have time to compare how we're going to bring you on the how, podcast How much again. better Reasonable Doubt was than the Illmatic. Was it? How? Anyway, was it? Anyways. Was it? Production. Oh. Any, anyways. He only had the best producers in the world. Good thing they weren't making the best. Oh, what are you oh. talking about, Jay-Z? Oh, yeah. He, yeah. Well, not I'm getting, not even going to disrespect Jay because I love Jay. Yeah. I mean, I... <laughs> we're, 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 Here we go. Back to 2008, oh my God. 7, sure. 8, 9, 10, 6. Oh, my God. Here All we right. are. Me and my boy <sighs> just I, going back and forth with rap music. Jay-Z and Nas. Jesus Christ. Uh, used to keep us up at night, and we're not getting paid for it. Uh, could you imagine if I was getting paid? If, honestly, if we were getting paid for all the late night. Who do you think would have made more money if we were getting paid, me or you, versus Nas and Jay-Z? <laughs> Who who's making more money now, the Nas and Jay Z? Doesn't matter. Well, it doesn't matter who making more money <laughs> because Nas is making money though. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah I mean, everybody is. Look at him. The world. Look at him. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody's making money. Oh, you know, I gotta hate on Nas a little bit. I just because I. Know but my my, my man, listen, man, uh, T O Double, man. You know, 
It's nothing but love for you, bro. I appreciate and I don't that. even think we've scratched the surface. Nah, bro, it's right? still a lot. Man. But we could we could literally sit here and talk for eight hours on. Oh, for sure, we, 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 for we sure, for sure. Kind of fast forward through a lot of shit. But, <laughs> and honestly, dog, we didn't even because I I we did, have we got to, have we got to talk about the Russell Diaries? <laughs> have we got to talk about like we haven't got to we didn't even really scratch the surface on the the poetry. <laughs> I only we didn't even he didn't even tell you how he got the Mitsubishi with the did he tell you about Oh the, come on man No he, we didn't talk about the mirror tent We didn't talk about the Listen the, was I the only one at the time with mirror tent in 2006 7 Come on man I mean give me I'm listen. probably so, I'm I'm thinking bro I'm trying to think of other like I didn't see that too many other places bro cuz you went to Florida and you came back with that Here So you and go. bro I, and I never I never forget <laughs> Like you, you was you, go. you hit your boy. You was like, you, <laughs> you just bought a car. You just bought a whole car. I, I remember. I, I was like, this nigga got some good ass credit though. Fam, did, listen, like, you, to be able to make. I had pre- two jobs at the time. Yeah, bro, you went to dog. So, okay, so look, I had two I, I, jobs. I at the earlier time. because we enough about me. Let's talk about this guy right here. For <laughs> listen, a man. oh man, because look, because look, because look, like, we about an hour in, I hour said, and fifteen, I, I twenty minutes it, in. Man. I said it earlier. I said it earlier, but but Jr. was not only like I said one of the most passionate niggas, but this nigga got to go to Disney World for a program, uh, like his like junior year or something. Here like he goes. See, he ain't talked in the mic all episode. Now he's in the so, mic. Go ahead. So 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 Jr. You know, we wish him well. He's he's off to he's off to Florida for the for the for some months, and he's living Here in Florida. He go. In the Dis- Disney World. Here he go. This nigga came back. Sounded like motherfucking murder mook. <laughs> like if if New York listen could have an accent, this nigga this nigga came back with the New York accent from Florida. His his guy. voice sounded like Timberlands. <laughs> Timberland. this, this nigga this nigga lit, no well, no I no appreciate it, no not not Timberland from Timberland Magoo like the literal Timberland boot. If the Timberland boot could have a voice, <laughs> like, like that's what this nigga's voice sounded like. Listen, man. Oh, uh, listen, man. Listen, listen, listen. All that aside, okay. <laughs> nah, man, Jay, you don't. You mean you a hardworking nigga, dog? Don't even downplay it, bro. Don't, Listen, don't even um, downplay it. Hey, I have a picture that I'm gonna send for you to post on this podcast. It was, a pic- it was a picture that we took in the commons. Uh, I had an afro. Shit, I had an afro. I was thinking. Remember that time I was like, "Who can grow the hair out the fastest?" Hey, <laughs> yo, real quick, real quick. So, I, all right, I said long hair. Houston, Todd. what up? I said long hair, Todd, earlier. Uh, literally, the fucking reason I even grew my hair to begin with is because <laughs> this nigga Jr. He was like, "You see, I'm rubbing my hair right now. Like, I'm, I'm like, it's still here. I'm like, brushing my. <laughs> this nigga said, this nigga said, hey, I can grow my. If we start, if we don't get a haircut from to this day, I can grow my. My shit will be higher than yours, bro. Shit. Bro, oh, fast man. forward to six months. My nigga, I'm flourishing, bro. My he had braids and I'm, nah, I'm this still nigga job was struggling, <laughs> struggling. But my, but my whole long hair situation was oh, man. based off of a bet with Jr. That's <laughs> the only fucking reason I had my hair long is because oh man. Too. That's oh, why man. I said, man, this dude is way more influential and pivotal to a lot of these successful people in Houston than you think. I guarantee you, <laughs> Jr. is a <laughs> Jr. Jr. is a point of contact and a of of definitely a person of of interest to a lot of your favorite uh, Houston <laughs> creatives and all that I guarantee you listen uh, I'm just trying you. to be there so I can put my niggas on 
Like I mean, that's it. You you bro, like bro, you you introduced like even think about the 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 way you introduced. Uh, <laughs> Salud, bless, bless you, bless you. Think about the way you introduced us to Leline. You were just like you knew the potential there, and you weren't you weren't not gonna let that happen. Yeah, uh, you've done that with so many motherfucking people <laughs> in Houston, bro. Like you don't even get it. So listen, I mean, I'm, I'm not just giving I'm just giving you your flowers on you just connecting. Them. I appreciate like because if it wasn't for this man, guarantee you, I wouldn't have met half the niggas I know. I just I wouldn't have been in that environment. I wouldn't have been. It just wouldn't have been. It would have been different. Like trajectory would have been different. So. Listen, we gotta we gotta come back on the podcast in 2020 for sure. And we've got to um, just dive deeper, man. Hopefully, be I, explicit I'm, about things with Todd. Listen, I'm I'm saying that right now. We're gonna have another episode in 2020. Yeah. Today's December the first, 2019. Right. We got 30 days left in 2019. We're gonna have another episode with with things with Todd with my boy To Double. In 2020, so be looking out for it. Go it's ahead. It's gonna be cool. And then when I come, I'm gonna be like doing a bunch of shameless pr- plugs on my album that I'm gonna be dropping. Of course, um, this is what it's for. Yeah, but but you know, in the meantime, I will say that uh, things with Todd is a show. Um, Where can we catch it at? Um, on YouTube. Well, actually, we're we, me and uh, Joey's actually working on the website right now as we speak. Okay. Um, so we're trying to we should we I ideally want to have the website launched Friday for Black Friday. But okay. So, um, so we're gonna try to have it launched sometime next week. Okay. Um, gonna have the episode. Listen, to double. Listen, to double. Is it the same next week that people just be randomly saying just to throw out that? Absolutely. Oh, have it? Okay. It's the same next I'm week. I'm gonna leave it there. Just, the people just throw out. Okay. Now nah, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good question. <laughs> No, no, no. Like you said, like this is because everything's done. So, like, yeah, that's my thing. Like, so I'm as a person that just gave the the nigga advice on not overthinking and second guess yourself. Mm-hmm. That is all I fucking do. So that is what we're trying not to do. The yeah. shit's been done. Everything's done. Yeah. We just like to fine comb it some more with a little fine comb and fine comb it again and then mm-hmm. fine comb it again and then mm-hmm. fine comb it again. So yeah, yeah. literally, I'm 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 a victim of the advice that I'm giving you. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, but next week the real, so, <laughs> the, the, the real next week, the real one. I get, you know what? I'm I fucking I guarantee it. I guarantee two episodes will be out. I guess when this podcast will be out. This so. episode drops Tuesday, Tuesday December the third, okay, two thousand and nineteen at six p.m. Central. The episodes Standard will be time. out. The episodes will be out Thursday. Uh, the fifth. Yeah. Happy birthday to my baby, my middle brother Terry Dyke. Happy birthday, Terry. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So I want you to hold me to that too, Jared. I'm gonna hold you to it. I'm gonna text you. I know. I know you are. I, okay. You know I am. I know. Like, okay. One thing about Jared is this man. I'm. I like Jared. Hit me up for, for a while, and I'm. Pardon me. I'm. <laughs> I'm so. And it's not even that I'm hard to get in touch too, bro. I sometimes I'll just be sitting looking at the phone while I be ringing. Yeah. I just be just so. I know you do. It's. I said, I know this dude sees me calling him. And it has, and, and you know, the crazy phone. thing literally has nothing to do with you. As you. Yeah. They got my mom. I, it's just so, and, and this is the thing I'm just working on, bro. Like, I, I, I'm uh, I'm going to do better with that shit. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. bro. Just thanks for thanks for having me, bro. Thanks, for, pre- thanks for the beers. Listen, of course. Thanks for the Gatorade. I called this man and said, listen, I, they're not paying. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not yeah, paying. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And neither are the beers, but I had to get my man beers that he wanted to drink. Listen, this is what I will say in the end. Uh, this 
podcast. Like, I was hoping you was gonna give me one of those. I'm oh, looking at all okay. these right here, and okay. then I, I saw that there, and I didn't know. I was like, <laughs> I, I hope this is my shirt. So this podcast is all about bringing the creatives out and talking about their journeys. But what I will give you, lastly, is an episode T-shirt man, for you, I man. It, I appreciate you for coming on. Man. Listen. Um, I didn't know where I wanted to go from 40, but I know I had to get you on before 2019 ended. Man, I, and I, we here, dog. And 2020, we'll it's be gonna, on again. And you know what? In 2020, we'll have some, some more old memories and some more <laughs> new shit to talk about. And I think I'll be swoller. Probably. <laughs> when it happens, because I'm not going to get fat again. I'm not going back. I'm not going back. Houston, Texas, man. Uh, uh, shout out to my nephew, Davin uh, Rideau. Shout out to my brother-in-law, uh, Jonathan Rideau. Shout out to my, my brother, uh, Terry Dyke. Houston, Texas, I do what I do for myself to prove that I can do it for others. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. We're out. Yo, I feel like 95, Sachi on my body, Biggie, Jigga, Puffy, all that ballin' is a hobby, and I'm wildin' in my wallies, in them valleys, no Pilates, more way get you more wet, now nah, that's these Bumanti, my crystal ball, I see crystal, I crystal y'all with that, I saw the sign like Ace Space, that Ace of Space get crappy like, cheers to the money guy, the Willie nigga. Them bottles, yeah. and then they spill these liquors. Yo, yo, salute my dude. I see you, dog. Five bottles, one dick. Why I need some rubs? I know I'm out of line, but love is shower time. You know it rose rain when your cloud is nine. Get off that high ass hussy. This a private party. Been on my dick too long. Your breath on private party. You gon' be nice and naughty. These walls on prices, Audi. This the upper crust. Fuck is up. Overdose, overdose, yes we did it again, sipping with no remorse.